The following podcast contains adult themes, explicit content, and controversial ideas. Viewer discretion is advised. This is Mind Raid with the Koch Brothers. Just more of the same shit. <laughs> okay, uh, we're back, brother. Uh, we wanted to talk about Afghanistan, and uh, you wanted to talk about Afghanistan. Yeah. Uh, Afghanistan. It's a mess. We've talked a lot. The, it's the thing. That's the thing that holds me back is I've already talked about Afghanistan. I've been talking about Afghanistan for a long time. Not very many people have outside of like veterans. Yeah. But before we get into Afghanistan now. I'd like to go back to where this whole thing kind of started. And where, where this whole thing started wasn't even really where it started. Mm-hmm. It's where the last 20 years worth of bullshit basically started. Yeah. And that was 9-11. Well, and that's the crazy thing. The reason I wanted to talk about it was because 20 years. Yeah. 20 fucking years. Yeah. <laughs> that's wild. Yeah. Five presidential terms. Mm-hmm. Wow. But yeah, you can nine eleven. You were saying nine eleven. You can trace. I mean, this is history. This is a result of nine eleven, and everybody knows what happens on nine eleven. But the thing that's crazy to me is the amount of people that are alive today that don't remember what life was like before nine eleven, mm-hmm. and it was awesome. The nineties and the eighties, eighties and nineties were. The pinnacle. Right. Yeah. They were probably the pinnacle. We had the Cold War, but not like a lot of actual war. I mean, there was war in the yeah. world, and shit was horrible then. Some standoffs. And- but in terms of like <laughs> one of the best times to be alive, arguably the 80s and 90s, 9 11 happened. Remember Y2K? Yep. How the whole world yep. was going to shut down, and then yep. nothing happened. Nothing happened. Hey, yep. be afraid of this. Yep. Um, 9 11 was almost like and I, I've told you this and I've talked about this on podcasts but when I knew what when I figured out what was actually happening and reasoning what, what was actually happening that day I knew things were never going to be the same in this country I knew the the impact that this was going to have on our society our culture the fear that mm-hmm. was going to be sp- just spewing about about this shit was going to be bad and it was. And everybody's like, this is bringing us together. And it did not bring us together. That's bullshit. No. It, what it did is it took the, the left and the right that were at the time moderate. Separate and it just, them completely. It, something about that event and how polarizing that event was sent these two different branches of, of uh, conservatism and liberalism in these extremely dif- different directions. Mm-hmm. And... Um, this seemed really clear to me once we figured out who the bad guy was, Osama in, in the Al Qaeda gang. Mm-hmm. 
Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Uh, pe- people that are so fucking stupid that they're like, my opinion is worth so much more than you that I can kill you. We we clearly identify these enemies and let's not go into the heap of crazy coincidences and connections that this man has to our royalty, mm-hmm. the Bush family. Yeah. Let's just leave all of that stuff on the side. We know who they are. We got to go after them. They're not our allies now like they used to be 20 years ago, just like Saddam Hussein. Now we have to go after them. And we have to, we got to get the bad guys, right? How long did it take us to get Osama? Fuck, dude. A decade. Yeah. 10 years. Yeah. Was it 2000? I don't know. But it was, it was somewhere. It, it, was, like a, it was like a decade. Yeah, something yeah. like that. But here's the problem it wasn't the entire uh, committed might of the United States military going into Afghanistan and just running shop. We went to Iraq. Yeah. We went to a, a sovereign nation run by a dictator that we allowed to go back into to power like 15 years earlier, Desert Storm. We let him go back into power. And then when, when 9-11 happened, Bush went, well, he attacked Nepal and then just kind of invaded Iraq. Yeah. And, and, and did it under the, the authority of the war on terror. Mm-hmm. We, think they have, we think they have WMDs. Didn't have them. Nope. That was a lie. Everybody that questioned and said, show us proof. Well, we can't, a lot of that's classified. Bullshit. Yeah. No. Show us proof. You no. can't invade a country on intelligence you can't share. Yeah. That's not the way this works, empire. Yeah. They did it anyway. Iraq, I don't know how many people died there, but a lot. Yeah. People that should have never died um, there. Yeah. Um, American troops. American troops. Iraqi too. citizens. Yep. yep. So then we get Osama. It seems really clear to me that if um, somebody based on religious extremism kills f- over 4,000 American citizens in, an, in the greatest act of terror in modern history, we kill that guy. We, like, we do with the gangsters of the 30s. We put a big picture in the front of the, the New York Post and we go, we killed Osama bin Laden. He's dead as shit. Mm-hmm. Look. We took him out on a ship. This was the, god damn it. We, we took him out on a ship. And we buried him in respect for Islam. Nobody saw the body. Yeah. He just got dumped in the sea. And as, as I understand it, and I could be wrong, so if... if um, if any of our Muslim brothers can correct me, that's fine. But I don't think that's the way Muslim burial works. I think the way it works is they have to be buried within a certain place and time of where they died. Yeah. They took him off that sounds land. Sounds like a Viking funeral. It's it sounds like it sounds like they're trying to cover something up. Well, yeah. And where did where was Osama killed? I don't. I so I don't know. Maybe they have declassified some Osama video where he got murked. But like the video I saw, they were like, "We found Osama in a house and he's watching TV." I'm like, "Really? Yeah." This motherfucker's been running around for a decade and he's, he's hiding in a house it. watching programs about him. And the only video you have with all this fucking millions of dollars of empire militarism is kind of a grainy video of this guy sitting here going like this and not get the fuck out yeah. of here. So. Yeah. So let's say that they do, and they did, and let's say they actually got the bad guy. How many lives did it cost? How much money did it take? How many failed resources? How many liberties or rights did we impose upon yeah. by, by going into Iraq and Afghanistan? So we know because 
the reason that 9-11 happened was because of anti-American sentiment mm -hmm. from all of the shit that we've been doing in the Middle East yeah. for decades. For, for a long time. For yeah. decades. We've been overthrowing Iran and trying to do this shit since the 50s, yeah. since after World War. The United States Central Intelligence Agency and all of the, the major arms of the military have been fucking with everybody because we can, because yeah. we're the big military might, because we're the atomic powerhouse. So we go in there, we destabilize this reason or region. We know when we go in there originally that extremism isn't something that you stamp out in a, a two-week war or a two-year war or a 20-year war. We talked about this when it was going on. The people that are fighting for the Taliban right now and the people that are being enrolled in Al-Qaeda right now or the people that are even probably climbing the ladder are probably related to some dead people mm -hmm. 20, 15, 10 years ago that were killed at the end of our forces because we drone-striked a terrorist target and blew his whole family to pieces? Well, yeah. Well, and that's my frustration about it was, you know, going back to seventh grade when 9-11 happened, this happened. And it wasn't even me knowing anything. I didn't even, you know, I didn't even know um, much about, you know, um, necessarily that, like, beliefs um, from from people in the Middle East and and more of the tribal, yeah. you know, but I was, I, I'm thinking, you know, just being a person, like you go, you, Osama bin Laden is the target and you go into a country, he's not there, they don't have weapons and you just completely tear it, tear it to shreds. Mm -hmm. Um, those kids, and we've talked about it in, in our podcast before, you know, some, if a country invaded the United States and did that to me. And they killed my family and my country's in ruin. What else is there to do? <laughs> you, you know, Be, like, yeah, people don't put themselves in the shoes of countries that we bomb the shit out of. What they said was Iraq has weapons of mass destructions. We think yeah. WMDs, WMDs. Yeah. After 9-11, it's really easy to scare the shit out of people. Just yeah. let the major media outlets report about dirty bombs and all these scary fucking terrorists. Well, and weapons. if they got WMDs, why the fuck are they running planes into... Right. 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 You, you, wouldn't, know, you wouldn't want to use common sense. So... But you, we were told not only that, but then when the WMD bullshit went down... Oh, well, actually Al-Qaeda. Yeah. That's actually the reason. There's yeah. some Al-Qaeda in there. They, didn't you know that... All the Middle Eastern people that are brown, they are all—they're all the same. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> they're, yeah. They're—they might. I mean, they maybe had two people that were associated with Al Qaeda in Iraq. Does that mean that Iraq is working with Al Qaeda? Is that the soundbite they use in the news to spin that this is actually legit? We have no business going into Iraq. Yeah. We have no business sending American uh, service people to Iraq whatsoever. Yeah. Iraq was a stain because everybody knew that we weren't supposed to be there. After we got there and the whole fucking region destabilized and everything broke into tribal warfare and uh, enormously important archaeological uh, stuff in museums was completely trashed and lost forever, we did that shit. Yeah. We fucking destabilized everything and it was a joke and people died for nothing. Mm -hmm. A lot of people died for nothing. But Afghanistan, you can make an argument. You can go... That's where these guys are hiding. 
There, the terrorists are there. We have the satellite imagery. We know for a fact because of intelligence. That's where we're going. Mm-hmm. Still took 10 years. Took 10 years too long because we misappropriated forces to Iraq when all of them should have went to Afghanistan and just completely assimilated that entire place, right? After all of this, we know what caused this, this Muslim extremism is not something that just goes away. The, the type of ideology that, that breeds this type of thinking justifies to people that they can harm and infringe themselves upon other people because their ideas are superior. Mm -hmm. You can't really reason with them. Mm -hmm. If they die, it's a good thing to them, you know, martyrdom. Mm -hmm. That's, Mm -hmm. that's perfectly fine for them. Mm -hmm. They told us this, our intelligence knew what we were up against a perfect enemy, poor, ill-equipped. We have tons of weapons. We can blow them to smithereens and they just pop right back up yep. because they hate us yeah. and they have good reason to. So we know that now. We decide to go into Afghanistan. We are stopping the Taliban, Al-Qaeda, whoever, ISIS from getting into uh, Afghanistan. We're protecting it. We know because our intelligence knew 20 years ago and because um, Vice just put a, a clip out of the Taliban six months ago. Mm-hmm. It was a message to Joe Biden. And it was him going, hey, we're going to get control of this shit again. Mm-hmm. We're going to sit up in the hills and we don't care if we die and we're patient. Like, yeah. We'll wait up here. Yep. We're not going to try and deal with all your bullshit, but eventually you'll move and we'll come right fucking back in here because this is our shit. Yep. They knew that. And Biden's like, well, we start, we, we're just going to pull out. And not only did they do that, they pulled everybody out. The Taliban flushed in, just like they said that they Took were less going than to do. Twenty-four hours. Yeah, we go into a panic. It looks like um, they're leaving Vietnam in failure all over again. They're being chased out by the Taliban, and then because of this genius plan to rip everybody out, you have like thousands of Americans in Afghanistan hold up in people's basements and shit because they don't know if they're going to get executed for helping the American empire. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. And that, I mean, like you said, it's more of an ideology and it's, it, you ain't going to change that in we, 20 years. We, no. And we like having the intelligence we do, like we know, we know what's going to happen. I would, I being in seventh grade, even when this happened, it just, like I said, not even having all the information that I have now, I'm going, you're not going to, unless you completely just wipe the Middle East off the face of the earth. Yeah. There's always, unless you commit an act of genocide, right there, there's, there's going to be more people and they're, they're going to hate our country even more. And the, the crazy part about it, all the lives lost all the time, all the money spent, we go in there, we outfit these people with modern weapons all this stuff, and it takes less than 24 hours. And now the people that they were trying to prevent from, prevent from have more weaponry. They're <laughs> wearing our fucking helmets. Yeah. I'm sorry, it's not funny, but it's like... We paid to put helmets and guns in the hands of the Taliban. Yep. Yep. Our taxpayer dollars are funding the terrorism that we've spent 20 years funding to stop the terrorism fucking head is exploding. Yeah, yeah. It's the most dysfunctional, uh, corrupt, 
backwards, unsuc- and here's the problem. Maybe it's just a huge fucking failure, right? But it's not just money. People died, man. Oh, a bunch. There's, there's, there are people, there are Americans that went over there to, to defend liberty because their fellow Americans were attacked by extremism. They gave their lives there. Mm-hmm. You have service people, and I'm willing to accept any opinions from any service people. I'd love to have them, but most of them have been saying to, to me and to other people I know, we were protecting Afghan citizens there now. Mm-hmm. We went in and destabilized the shit, and we had to keep control of it because the Taliban and all of these places or, or uh, groups wanted to move in. Mm-hmm. You now have a moral responsibility for disrupting this region to preserve this region and keep extremism out for a lifetime. Yeah. For an entire generation. If you're going to go in and occupy a land and keep extremism out, you have to wait for them to die and get so bored with waiting that they go, well... Yeah. <laughs> Maybe yeah. we should just, you know what? It was 40 or 50 years ago and shit's changed. And like, I'm just going to give it up 20 years embedded ideologies, hatred, remembering their, their, uh, little brother blown to pieces by a bomb that went off target and had civilian, you know, casualties of war. That shit ain't going away in 10 or 15, 20 fucking yeah. years. Well, and that's a, that's a good point too, because that's something that is kind of common sense going in there. Yeah. Like doing something that big. Like you got to think, okay, we got to be in here for the long haul. And we were even long, like than what it was portrayed. We were there even longer. Yeah. But like, you can't tell me that high ups and intelligence thought we were just going to go in there, clean shop and then get out of there and everything was going to be good. No. And, but a lot of people thought that. Yeah. There's we're going to go in there and we're going to level everything. Yeah. yeah. You haven't been out of Iowa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't know what Afghanistan looks like. You don't know what the fuck's going on there. Yeah. But yeah. like the, we, the, the amount of misappropriated resources based on a conditional response of fear is unbelievable. Yeah. The amount, the amount of loss of human life in Iraq and in Afghanistan now for nothing well, and the people is d- unbelievable. And the people, when people were divided because even, you know, even a lot of service members, like not all, but a lot kind of brainwashed into thinking what they're doing is right. What do you, they what out. do you say now? Well, well, and that's the thing, you know, even, you know, I was talking to Spud mm-hmm. and he didn't even want to talk about it. He's like, uh, why did I go over there? Yeah. And <laughs> you have a right to ask that question. A hundred percent. Cause I, I just brought it up and I'm like, man, you see the shit going on? And he just goes, I don't even want to talk about it. Yeah. He's like, you I, know, I understand because here you have Arnold shush here. You have, uh, guys that are going over there for legitimate reasons. The thing that bothered me about Iraq is I was saying, and I've, I've said this unpopular thing, but I feel like this is the only way that you honor dead men. You say what, what the truth is. And the truth is people died in Iraq for no reason. Mm -hmm. They should have never been there. Mm -hmm. I can go to Afghanistan and after our country is attacked by extreme, you know, extremism, I have a justifiable reason to be there. Mm -hmm. If somebody said, I want to go to Afghanistan, defend our country. This is not right. What they did on 9-11 needs uh, retribution and justice. Okay. I can yeah. identify yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. right? I still think the government is in control of a bunch of people that are better than them. I still think that the government's handing orders to a military unit and essentially having a bunch of young people executed for profit. Yeah, yeah. But if you want to sign up and defend, fine. But Iraq, that's not freedom fighting. Mm-mm. There's nothing going on there. That's just empire building. Mm-hmm. So a bunch of people died there and a bunch of people died in Afghanistan and we had an opportunity in Afghanistan to stick around 
and to make sure that the people that were there and that were accepting some kind of new way of life, I guess, that we were, we were imposing upon the country by our occupation, they, they became dependent on this. Yeah. They became dependent on the normalcy of, of, of American occupation. And then we went, here's a huge amount of shit, weapons, vehicles, uh, armor. You guys are good. And then we found out those guys, they weren't really that good. No. They have never dealt with warfare. Mm-hmm. The American war machine has been creating war for the last 50 years, so they know how to do this shit. Yeah. But when the Taliban comes in and is like, I will kill you, I don't give a shit. Most of these guys are like, oh, yeah. Uh, They're like, fuck this. Yeah, you know yeah. what? Maybe it's time to... Yeah. It, yeah. It, it's, a, it's a really shitty situation, but the, the thing that bothers me is just uh, what are the veterans going through that put it all on the line, that sacrificed everything over there, that lost men, that lost, you know, body parts. Mm-hmm. And they come back and they see within a matter of a day or two, all of that work, all of that, the, um, the good work that they did yeah. is gone. Yep. It's all been undone. And it's all because of bureaucracy. It's all because of chicken hawks. It's all because of these, these fucking uh, losers in politics uh, corrupt mm-hmm. they've been corrupt forever mm-hmm. people know it it's pathetic like mm-hmm. the, america should feel a great deal of shame that that people like this are allowed to make decisions like this that they can't look back and go hey we'd made a huge amount of mistakes but we have to make sure that they weren't in vain we got to make sure that the people that, de- that died here they well, don't die in vain and we don't give it up in 48 hours well when when do people like collectively come together and think about this timeline like how much we've been dealing with this in 20 years, just less than 24 hours. It's shot to hell. How many, like, like trillions of dollars. How do you, as a citizen, how do you just brush that off? You know? And it's one of those things like that video, that video of all those, those, um, people jumping on the, the carriers Mm -hmm. that were leaving and they're falling off, falling off. Like, Putting yourself in someone's shoes there when you destabilize a country, now you got a bunch of pissed off extremists rolling in. They're gonna they're gonna murk motherfuckers. Yeah. You, you know, cr- like you, you they're, cr- they're gonna they're gonna People are running for their lives. Yeah. And people are gonna die. Yeah. People are gonna die and people have died. And now when I say it's for nothing, people can't really argue. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. After Os- what, what, after Osama bin Laden died, or we got him and we killed him and we we thought we eradicated, we might as well just pulled out. Well, it's it's with our intelligence and our resources, it goes back to that. Like killing one guy is like an assassination. You've got special ops. Yeah. You've got teams for that, right? And that's what took him down. Yeah. And then Iraq is just this whole other thing. Mm-hmm. We've just gone in there and and started a war with 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 a country and just and left and now it's going to be who knows man you see the 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 blowback from that it's well, going to yeah. be messy it's a generational thing and it'll keep coming back and mm-hmm. this is I believe that this is an intentional construct I believe that this is the war machine's ability to create generational hatred and continue this going. war machine going they know that at some point in time. Some angry person that we killed a family member of 15 or 20 years ago is going to commit some extreme act of terror. Yeah. And now they have a new justification to 
go. They even said the war on terror doesn't have an end date. It's just a, a, a it's a, they That's said a, constant. a perpetual war. That's a constant. Well, That's not even, what America is. Even when they were selling it before they went, it was more of the promise. We're going to stop this. Yeah. Then, but, uh, Biden came out and said it and he pretty much was saying, you can't change. You can't change these people. They're extremists. So we're, we're getting out of there. We're saving our, our, why'd we go then? Exactly. So now this, the, the, the script's flipped. Now you're saying the complete opposite, what you guys were saying 20 years ago. Yeah. And I feel like people just kind of go day by day and they just listen to it and they just accept it. And they're oh, like, yeah. Oh, they, they got the best interest. They know. Yeah. No, <laughs> they so, don't. So They've known about this the whole time. What did we get out of Iraq? Nothing. Mm-mm. What did we? What do we now have in Afghanistan? What should we have? Something. Some something tangible. What do we have? Nothing. All of that stuff was a complete waste of time. How much did that cost? I couldn't. I couldn't even. Trillions upon trillions of dollars for zero effect. Mm-hmm. All of that money was wasted. Enough money to feed kids and prevent hunger worldwide. Yeah. For years and years and years and years. For nothing. Mm-hmm. And when you like when you think about what an enormous waste that is, not only of not only of money, but just human lives for no effect. If you take human lives out of the equation and you're just all about the money, which America has been known to be, if you have half of the amount of money that we spent on war mm-hmm. over there and you invest it in security at the border. Nobody nope. ever gets through that security. <laughs> we have nope. the most advanced security in the fucking solar system. Yeah. If if we don't have boots on the ground in 14 different fucking countries or just one or two that we don't belong in, and we have all of those soldiers in America spending their money in America in, in shoulder to shoulder at the border, this, this is the thing that I don't understand. Maybe I can get like a four-star general to get on this and, and talk to me about this. We have... Uh, the Atlantic Ocean on the east, which means we can see things coming a long ways away. Mm-hmm. We have the Pacific Ocean on the west, and we have Hawaii with a military base out there. So we see basically everything mm-hmm. all the way to the west. Then on top of us, we have this enormous friendly country, Canada, that we're allies with. And below us, we have Mexico. Next to Mexico is the Gulf. We are completely geographically isolated. Mm-hmm. Just like Bert and Tremors. Yeah. <laughs> Geographic isolation. That's why we moved up here. But we do, and we're the most powerful military in, in country, the most heavily armed populace on the planet. Nobody's going to consistently fuck with us. No. What we should have been doing is looking at 9-11 and go, wait a minute, why did this go down? Yeah. Why did this happen? Because they hate our freedom. No. Maybe that's true, mm-hmm. but I think it's a little more complicated than that. Yeah. Oh, we were fucking with them for like decades. Yeah. And we were giving Saddam Hussein chemical weapons to use on other people that we were good with. We were good with that. Yeah. But when he invaded Kuwait and took over some oil, we weren't good with that. Mm-hmm. People didn't look back and see kind of the writing on the wall. And even with Saddam, even with the removal of power of Saddam, they knew Saddam was a bad guy. Mm-hmm. They knew he was a bad guy when he invaded in Kuwait. They knew. In the 90s. They knew from the jump. That was their whole thing. Oh, he puts people in shredder. He's a horrible guy. Sure, he is. Uh, Saddam gets his ass beat down in like two weeks in Operation Desert Storm in the nineties. Yeah. 
He's like, okay, I made a mistake. Pulls on, pulls everybody out of Kuwait, and they're like, all right. Yeah, yep, yep. All <laughs> right, good, I guess Sinan. we're good. You're yep. good. Back to power, baby. We'll see you in a few. Yep. Then this whole thing happens, and the mass media for the first time makes an association based on intelligence that might not be might not be good. Yeah. Now you have potentially experts in the intelligence agency potentially feeding information to mass media outlets about things. And you have Saddam Hussein's execution. An execution mm-hmm. is not something you're going to allow a cell phone to slip into. Yeah. But they did. Yeah. Somebody somehow got a cell phone and in this very, very high level international execution was able to get very good high definition of footage of Saddam getting hung. That was intentional. Yeah. There's it's either incompetence or it's an intentional show of force by somebody to go, "We'll kill your leaders and destabilize your whole shit if we want to." Yeah. And that's exactly what we do. We got nothing to show for it. All of that money could have put us in space. It could have fed poor children. It could have done the things that, you know, religions don't do all across the world. And it got spent to murder people. Well, and that's we were talking about it. We were talking about it on a on an earlier podcast, but um, when when big things like that happen, it's it's very like nine eleven. It's very easy to get emotional about it. And it's very easy to get a nation behind what you what you need to do to kind of get justice, you know. But kind of what we've been talking about along this twenty years, nothing to show for it. Yeah, we killed those leaders, but you kill a leader, there's going to be another guy. Might be worse. Yeah, there's going to be another guy, right? And Probably we just, a family member we, of somebody we killed. I'm sure we killed a lot of bad guys. But how many good people did it take? How many of our soldiers, right? Yeah. Who, who not, I'm not insulting their intelligence, but even uh, what the military does, they take recruiters to poor yeah. Poor areas, and they give you money, and they, they lie, and and they lie. They give you money, and that's what it is. It's brainwash, and it's, it's like they joke about that. It's but yeah. like you're lying to it's you're lying to people who are risking their life that are going to go risk their life right. to do something. So those people have died. We've killed a bunch of innocent lives over there, and now we put it in a place where people hate us even more. Yeah. So now more of it, like you said, that perpetual yeah thing is going to keep going. And I it, like it's hard because even me, right? If if personally, if somebody attacks me, I my thing's been like, no, I'm gonna get you back, right? On a bigger scale like this, you got to be very careful. Yeah. About, about do like this is it's a big fucking deal. This yeah. isn't. I have a beef with one other person. We squash it. However, people's lives are on the line. There's a lot of lives, and it's it's gonna continue to go. And um. That's the shitty part is they got every, not everybody, but they got a lot of people on board for this, this war after nine 11 and kind of what you're saying. What if, what if we just, you know, took that, um, saw how it happened, prevented what happened, made stronger allies because of this, right? Kind of like a sympathy, a sympathy thing. We're not going to attack you, but we need to protect our country and we need we need to work together with our allies and 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 so on and so forth. Use that money in a, in a in a different way. And it's just completely the opposite. How many people have fucking died over there? I kind of want to pull up the numbers, man, cuz as far as I know, um, um over a million people have died in the Middle East since the United States occupied Iraq and Afghanistan. So, that's genocide. When it's another country. Yeah. When it's the United States, it's the war on terror. Yeah. 
And here's it's the th- here's the thing about um, the war on terror. This collateral damage thing is bullshit. It's it's not a real thing. What it's perpetual damage. Yeah, is what it is. We already talked about it. Um, there's let's say I kill a bad guy. Let's say there's a bad guy and he's trafficking people and he's a terrorist and he blows shit up and he's the quintessential bad guy. And it, his name is Bob. He's he's somebody's uncle. Yeah. Uh, his name's probably not Bob. But but he's somebody's uncle and he's a little off, but not off enough for the family to disavow him or to get rid of him. But he, but he's off in in his secret life, like many American uh, people have. They have some degenerate ideal like uh, extremism or uh, bigotry or whatever the case is. There's bigots all over America. There's mm-hmm. extremists all over America. Um, they're not the majority, but this minority Bob could be fitting into a family and then struck by a drone strike. He's a terrorist or he's associated with terrorists. We got the bad guy. We made 20, 30, 20, more. 30. Yeah. We, we yeah. kill a child and, uh, the family of that child, the friends of that child, um, pretty much anybody that has any association to that child whatsoever or ever has an association. Now they have a reason to kill people. Mm-hmm. They have a reason to hate people. They have a reason to go to sit in, uh, these countries and go, how could Americans allow this to happen? If they're truly liberated, free people and diverse thinkers and the most bright minds in, in all of existence, how could they allow a government to steal their money and use it to murder complete strangers? And when you say that, people are like, our military isn't murdering. No, they're following orders. Mm-hmm. They're doing what they're supposed to do. And what they're supposed to do is de- defend liberty, defend our borders. It, what they're not supposed to do is go fuck with people yeah. in empire build and be given orders to, to raid houses and communities. They don't really ever need to be in mm-hmm. for their benefit or their people. America, after the, the disbanding of the USSR, when America became the big last superpower, we just basically started puffing our chest mm-hmm. and going, you know what we're going to do? Whatever we want. Mm-hmm. Who's going to stop us? Nobody could really impose any kind of military threat upon us just because of nukes. Mm-hmm. Any any country that would would be basically committing worldwide worldwide suicide. Well, and it's crazy because like you when you think of that, like with without 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 nukes, without nuclear weapons, you think we'd still be here? I don't know. Because because we've always had that ace in the hole, and then Russia got the ace in the hole, and then yep. pretty pretty quick, everybody had the ace in the hole, and they went, shit, if we all use this, everybody's, everybody's dead. So they yeah. know that this world war, I, I truly believe the people in the upper echelon that are controlling this complex, I, I think they know that nuclear war can't ever happen. The threat's fun. The yeah, threat's fun. Right, and it's, it's a good way they to They can scare, scare people, yeah. but they know it can never happen, right? Mm-hmm. Or... Uh, if it does, it's the end of time. Yeah. But th- that's great then. We won't do that. We'll just keep perpetual war going. Yeah. We'll yep. just spend trillions of dollars to have uh, our men and women in a place they really shouldn't be if they're just truly defending liberty and the Constitution. Empire building and wasting American taxpayer dollars so that 20 years later we can allow the Taliban to take all of our shit back in 48 hours. Yeah. It should be proportionately one of the biggest wastes in human Seriously. history. Seriously, we, we as a species should be forward thinking, hopefully in going, you know what, how can we not murder each other internationally and work together to get, you know, into space? Yeah. No, we spent disproportionate amounts of money 
for nothing. Mm -hmm. And we, we killed huge amounts of people for nothing. And we had huge amount of our people killed for nothing. That's dishonorable yeah. to the vets that actually gave their lives. Yeah. That's dishonorable for the guys and the girls that signed up to defend the country after 9-11 and went over there and died. It's, di it's disrespectful. Yeah. And I get really, really tired of being soft about it and in, in, in placating to people's well, feelings. Well, it's kind of like everybody wants to be fucking hard when this is going down. And yeah. my idea is right. And now... The, the reason I wanted to talk about it is, you know, I'm, I'm looking up on it and I'm like, really? It took that long for all this shit to be just done. 20 years. And I'm still hearing COVID. I'm still hearing this, that, and the other. And I don't see people really uprising being like, well, what the fuck? No. People are now, what, uh, 15 second attention spanners? Mm -hmm. Like it, just in our lifetime and in, in our parents' lifetime, the, the attention gap or the, the level that people can keep their attention has like been cut in half. Carl Sagan talked about this. And um, that's really spooky. Yeah. Because when the mass media comes on and you hear a story like something like this, there's this super rich guy with an island and he was fucking kids. And he was pipelining kids to high profile people politically within or potentially within the political sphere or the, the elite wealth sphere. And he somehow committed suicide in prison. And then his girlfriend got picked up and she's in prison and we don't really hear about we don't her. Know what's going we don't on. know what's going yep. on, but we know people are sending her fair, you know, good wishes and all this type of thing. Uh, when you have COVID, when you have a mass hysteria, and that's what this is, this is a mass hysteria. Make no mistake, people are disconnected with the term. We are living in an age right now where we are experiencing massive hysteria and massive, massive mental delusion. I think the mental health epidemic yeah. is a result of disconnectivity because of social media mm -hmm. and um, the, the anonymity of the, of the social media sphere allowing people to be complete and total cunts. Mm -hmm. Uh, completely self-deluded. Yeah. Oh, the world's all about me. Nobody gives a fuck well, about you. Well, and that's and that's exactly what it is, and that's why COVID works so so brilliantly to break it up. To break it up because COVID is something that is being passed around through media. Everybody's gonna get it. Yep. Get around it. Yeah, you know, be so, afraid of it. So the, vi the vaccine works, and no, it, it does. Most people live day to day, so they're worried about them getting sick dying being affected by this and all this other you're big more likely shit, to be this, sick this other big shit that we've been doing for 20 years or like you said with maxwell and epstein that they've been doing for fucking years and they've been trafficking to to politicians forgot that they won't they still won't bring out the list or they cross names off and that i'm like you know at some point is are people going to be like whoa Something's fishy here. I don't think and so. I don't think so. Like no. that's that's the thing, and that's why like it, the, it blows my fucking mind. In the last it two years, you have Epstein vaporized. Mm -hmm. You have you have essentially everybody knows that somebody had Epstein killed, and what in the deal was paid off to protect somebody. Yeah, that's enough right there. Mm -hmm. COVID. You have one of the biggest failures, if not the biggest failure in uh, um, the history of American militarism, let's mm -hmm. say, with Afghanistan and with Iraq, more because of politicians' decisions than military decisions, mm -hmm. right? 
No, there's people pissed off about it. There's people pissed off about it because there's fucking millions of veterans yeah. that should be pissed off about it. And they're talking about it. But most people, most of the people caught up in the COVID craze, they don't give a fuck about Afghanistan. They're well, not thinking about Afghanistan. They're thinking about COVID. Well, even the things, even tying it together, even the problems we have with race in this country. And we've had the, you know, the, the storm on the Capitol and Black Lives Matter and stuff like that. It's easy. Yeah, when when we're dealing with it as a country and it affects you, people want to lash out. But we have higher-ups making these orders and they're complete failures and there's a lot of shit that's not being put out there. And this is on a more massive scale. Like it's not it's not a thinking of humanity. You know, we're not we're not thinking about what we've done to Iraq, what, where they're at now, and it's it's one of those things I haven't been there. Um and I haven't, you know, our buddy Spud's been there and he's seen the way it's been, but I can promise you it ain't, it ain't like here. Who in America goes to Iraq? Well, nobody, nobody soldiers do. Yeah. And when they come back, they're they're fucked up. They're fucked up. Yeah. So what does that tell you? So like it's, 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 I, I feel like being in such a place of power and having as much resources as we do, if we're going to go destabilize a a country, kind of going back to what you said, it's our, responsibility yeah we've taken on that that's our responsibility and now we're just pulling out and now who the fuck knows what's going to happen in the next five years people made their money yeah people we were there for 20 years people like joe biden or or people that were in the political sphere that were heavily invested in defense they made money Mm -hmm. they made money it's blood money yeah yeah and and now they're pulling out and history will go well this was a this was kind of a bummer for us this is a letdown the taliban got back in control 10 years later they blew up some big city and they tried to impose other legislation uh against the war on terror mm-hmm. been spying on american citizens ever since 9-11 and they snuck that one by american citizens because american citizens are fucking pussies yeah and they were all terrified out of their minds yeah so the brave ones went to fight Al-Qaeda and the other ones flew a, flew a flag and were like, we're more unified than ever, but I hate Republicans. Yep. Pieces of shit. Yeah. Yeah, man. So the storming of the Capitol, now they're doing an investigation into the storming of the Capitol. And here's my thoughts on the storming of the Capitol. It, can we reach a point in American corruption where I can go, um, that's necessary? It's necessary for people to storm and to rebel and to revolt. That's what our principles of the, of the founding, uh, our founding principles would ask for. Yeah. Am I going to be investigated for treason? Straight up. Right. Can I not propose the question? And, and why is it such a big surprise that so many people are pissed off? Yeah. Have, has nobody been paying attention for, oh, I don't know, like the last 60 years and seen like corruption on top of corruption, on top of it's corruption, just getting worse. probably pedophiles somewhere yeah, in there. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, well, you know, we're just going to let the Afghanistan thing and the Iraq thing and the Vietnam thing and the Korea thing slide. Well, like there's people dead because of that shit. Mm-hmm. You can't let that slide. That's like morally inept. Yeah. You have to remember the mistakes. And I feel like our attention span going back to what we were talking about is so short now. Well, isn't that the point of history? Yes, to connect the dots, to connect the dots and remember how. And and not make the same mistake twice. Right. And you talk about like, you talk about Vietnam. People don't even know what it is. (laughs) Yeah. You talk about Vietnam and then we got the war on Iraq and it sucks. I'm not, I'm not playing Nostradamus here, but if there's another big attack, 
the United States. Oh sure, it's gonna be another one. Yeah, well that's that's a that's a fucking gold mine for some people. Yep. Like people don't get it. These people that wear American patches, not not the military, but the politicians, can go. Oh, we we need to go kill some people. Yep. Because that's there's money in. We're it. protecting liberty. Yeah. That's what they say. They say they're protecting liberty. They, what they don't say is that their portfolio is based on the the military industrial complex mm-hmm. thriving in, in war, the war machine. Yeah. It's not profitable to not be at war. So we kind of. Have I, I think that our politicians have a kind of silent hope that extremism will reach in here because it allowed them to reach into our pocketbooks. Yeah. We're already like $23 trillion in debt. No. Most of the reason that we're in debt is the wars, mm-hmm. is the militarism. So again, now our whole country's in debt. I think every citizen on the entire uh, in the entire United States, even children, owe $35,000 in debt if we wanted to pay the $23 trillion off. That's all because of the war. It's all because of the war that should have never happened and the people never really wanted. Mm -hmm. The government didn't even go, we're going to declare war. They just approved military action as a response to terrorism. Yeah, they went against everybody. They they weren't going, let's vote on it. They weren't saying, let's let's see what the people want to do. Let's see if let's see if Ooh. maybe the people why couldn't the people decide to fortify our borders and get better security and and go we'll let that shit stay over there but we're going to we're going to def- we never got a choice. Who who was like our biggest ally in that? In what? In when we decided to make uh, take uh invade Iraq. Oh, we had a lot of allies. We what, had we what, had the UK was one of our allies, the, France. Who 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 was it? Who was like the prime minister of the UK? Um, at the time, I want to say I Tony Blair. Yeah, it was Tony Blair. Tony Blair. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, but also when when, like when you say there's that higher up, I'll go as far to say I don't even think that that's just in, in the U.S. What do you the mean? The U.S. politicians. I think they're connected, right? Oh yeah, they're they have to be those one percenters, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The I mean. People are like, oh, it's like you're talking a conspiracy. No, I'm talking about these people that run the world. They just talk to each other. Yeah. So their ideology, their yeah, their ideology and their circle is very tight. But but please don't think that it in any way represents what the common American values are. Yeah. They're disconnected from the reality of people that work 40 to 80 hours a week. Mm-hmm. They have no fucking idea what that life is like and they don't give a shit either. No. People that exist in this realm, whether it be elite wealth or extreme political power get to a position where I feel they look down upon people in a way where they believe they should be making decisions for people Mm -hmm. where they believe they're so intelligent or they're so virtuous or they're so whatever their quality is that they deserve to make decisions for you or your decisions don't matter because you're just kind of a dumb, ignorant worker bee. Yeah. Yeah. I truly believe that's what they think. I truly believe like elite families like uh, the Rockefellers or the Rothschilds, not because I think of them with malice or that they even think of me with malice. They're so disconnected with what I am and what you are and what she is. There's no relation. They, they have convinced themselves and their children and their lineage that they have a birthright to run the world. Yeah. Why? Because look, the world's here and we've been running it. Yep. Yep. So everything's going good. And if you don't do this, who knows? They can't take care of themselves. Yeah. Well, it's 2021 and we can, and at the hand, at the hands and the, the leashes of our handlers, we're not doing that well. Mm-mm. We have uh, uh, a political spectrum that we know is corrupt. 
we have uh, a left, uh, an extremist leftist ideology now that's going, you shouldn't be able to have guns. We're going to send people with guns to take your guns. (laughs) (laughs) Because we don't have guns and we're not going to be able to come and take your guns without them. So we're going to. Well, and then you think, okay. That's Hitler shit. Yeah. Well, and bigger. That's how shit like that happens. It is. The bigger picture, right? Because when we think, even when you watch the leftists and gun violence and all that stuff, because they're trying to. They're Always trying, trying. They're trying to oh, not get that. Yeah, my yeah. heart is now, bleeding. Now, here, this, it sounds terrible. Don't think I'm an asshole for it, right? Yeah, they'll But with how many people, shit. how many people there are on the earth, how many people there are in the United States, gun violence is, is going to happen, right? Regardless of what gun, if, you, if you're a bad person and you want to get a gun, there's so many guns in circulation, you can get a gun. Yeah. If you want to do something. And we've talked about that. But even regardless, even if you bought a gun and you killed somebody crime of passion or whatever the hell it is most of them terrible yeah it's terrible but everybody thinks like we got to find a perfect solution there will be no perfect solution with how many people we have right it's impossible yeah so you can't regulate you human do? behavior do you want to stop do you want to stop some murders of some people which yeah if in a perfect world if we could stop all that that'd be great but we can't or do you want to give up all your guns and it gets to a point where there are no guns in circulation and they've taken guns from everybody and then we got a Hitler situation where our 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 officials, the higher-ups, go, we're going to do this and, well, what are you going to do about it? Yeah. You're going to take these vaccines. You're going to take these fucking vaccines, vaccines, right? And if you don't, you're an unarmed populace. People don't get that, though. They go... And this is where the hypocrisy gets me with the left. And I, I have tried to stay neutral literally for half my life. Like I've, I've tried so hard, but right now the left is fucking whining so loud. Yeah. Here's the left. Mass murders are horrible. Duh. Uh, gun violence is horrible. Also, duh. Mm-hmm. But you know what else is horrible? <laughs> when Barack Obama furthers the drone program. Yeah. And kills baby overseas with Terminator drones. But you don't know him. And you celebrate it because he gave you his Sweet 16 picks. Yeah. Yep. You celebrate it because he's not a, a dumb redneck named George W. Bush Jr. from the South that you can go, look at this fucking idiot. Yeah. He's a charismatic minority yep. who furthered Bush's policies. And everybody went, I love Michelle's dress. I love yeah. Barack Obama. Attention span. You're not obviously checking up on this dude. Mm-hmm. It's obvious to me that America takes what they see on the surface and they just make all of their stupid little they assumptions. Roll, yep. They don't do any quality checks. So um, I voted for Obama going, oh shit. This literally, I fell victim to the ploy. Yeah. He's not He's charismatic. Bush. He's younger. He's anti-Bush. Yeah. If you take well, Bush and you line up all of his basic shit, Barack is the exact opposite of that. So well, I was like, well, here we he, go. He had like that JFK factor. Primed. You know what I'm saying? Primed. The younger, yes. progressive yes. guy. And really, Can like see you the said, old, he, did, see the he did good in the limelight and he was a good talker. Until it came good, down to it. Yeah. But when it came down to doing stuff. Yep. Yeah. Like he appealed to the minority base by going, these drug laws are, you know, they're racially motivated and they disproportionately put people of color in jail. True. Mm-hmm. we're going to make sure that we change these drug laws and, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Two weeks later, the White House has no plans at this time to... Yep. Okay. Gotten off you got, you, you got a huge, enormous petition 
of, yeah. of thousands of signatures that went to the White House to legalize cannabis or whatever the drugs were that people wanted to. And you put out a statement saying that your problems were too dire. The same problems you went into office with? Yeah. You made these campaign promises and then you basically bailed out and you towed the establishment line. Nobody checked because you looked pretty good. Yeah. Um, now you're going to complain to me about a disproportionately small amount of gun deaths when you're fully funding an empire driving a military into foreign lands and resulting in the death and chaos of an entire region. Mm -hmm. You're a fucking hypocrite. Yeah. Shut your fucking mouth. Yep. I don't want to hear any more liberal whining about, about gun violence and uh, how their feelings are so oppressed and shit. When you've been allowing this to happen with your taxpayer dollars for the last 15 or 20 fucking years and I've been saying it and you haven't been saying shit because mm -hmm. you got nothing to say. There is nothing because to you say. don't know. Because if you go, that's not true about a Barack Obama. I'm gonna go check on the drones. You're gonna find out I'm fucking right because mm -hmm. I was paying attention. But these people are out here just sucking up the news like a nipple. Yep. It's like they're sucking on their mama's teeth. Give me bad data. Mm -hmm. Give me bad data so that I can spread my shit all over. So that my so that my coworkers in this little rat box cubicle situation that we go on. I can, I can go spit my Fox News and either half of the people there will love me or they'll hate my guts. Fuck America. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, it's There's so much ridiculous. opportunity here. There's so much great shit in America, but Ameri even in Canada, you have shit, just people totalitarian acting like, here's the deal. Nobody has a right to tell somebody else what they can do or infringe upon their liberties their life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, period. Yep. You have a right to liberty. We don't have anybody that gives a shit about that right now, except for like the one percenters who are ready to die to defend it, mm -hmm. right? Everybody else is more concerned with feelings. This is a place that we're at now that I was warned about when I was a child that we should never be as a country. Mm-hmm. That we should be able to have controversial opinions. That's the entire point. Mm -hmm. That we should be able to make our own decisions about our health, even if they're not really that good. If I want to smoke cigarettes, I get smoke cigarettes. If I want to drink alcohol, I want to drink alcohol. Smoke weed, do coke, whatever. That's liberty. That's the consequence of choice. Yeah. We should be able to, as liberated people, look at these five case studies of people that do meth and go, we shouldn't do that shit. But if I want to do it, Nobody should be able to step on my throat and stop me from doing it. Yeah. That's my shit. Yeah. That's not the way that our society has been run for a long time. The economic policy is a whole different th conversation altogether. But the fact of the matter is people aren't interested in defending liberty right now. They're interested in defending their stupid fucking ideas. Yeah. The ideas that have been limited in a narrow focus by social media, selectively catering to their stupid extremist ideologies. Mm -hmm. And now when I meet uh, uh, somebody who leans left, they don't usually lean kind of left. They're all the way on the spectrum. Trump, 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 Trump. Trump's not in office. Let, yep. it, let it go. It's over. Let it go. Focus on getting your boy the cognitive help that he needs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, hey, by the way, uh, Democrats, <laughs> we know you don't care if Biden kicks the bucket. We know you want Kamala in there. Yep. You, want you, Kamala. You, you guys, here's, here's Democrats uh, after Biden gets elected and Trump goes out. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Well. Yep. 
And if, if Biden kicks the bucket and Kamala's president, people will love that shit. They won't check on it. Yep. They won't see if she's somebody that unifies the populace. Maybe she is. Maybe she's not. But um, people now aren't interested in about what actual American principles and ideals are. They're, they're interested in, in being right on their stupid internet fights and yep. debates and discussions. Yep. That's it. And, and I would argue this. If your whole life is comprised of, of political debate online with strangers or even people you kind of know, to no end and no actual real compromise, only a lack of inflection and thus uh, complete misinterpretations and angry fights, you don't have any fucking life. Yeah. And I used well, to be one. I used to be one too. I don't do it anymore. Yeah. Like I, it's, I, it, I do it selectively, but man, uh, I'll, I'll do it. There's sometimes where I regret it. And when I did it, it wasn't like... Trying it wasn't to educate. for me. Yeah, it wasn't for me to be right. It was just to kind of educate. Because you it, see some re- people spouting ridiculous shit. And you're but like, it ain't okay, never like that, is it? But they, uh, they've already got the idea. So you could be right. You could. It, everything could fall uh, fall out of their, their. I won't say favor, but it could go completely against what they're saying, and they'll still find a way. To justify it. Or run. Yeah, you know. Or they'll just run. Or they'll hide. A lot of the people that I would debate, I would debate thoughtfully and I wouldn't get upset about it. Mm -hmm. And when they did, I'd be like, hey, you know, I'm not trying to elevate it or make make it upset. But they would get to a point where they would say this. And I know you know this because I know you've debated people to this point. I don't need to answer this shit anymore. Uh I don't need to justify myself to you. Well, if you're in this debate, yeah, and we're talking about the data, then you, you kind of do. Yeah, you kind of do. Otherwise, you maybe defeat. you should just get the fuck out of here and not show up in the first place just so you can be seen. Yeah, yeah, it's a joke. Yeah, and this is what I see with a lot of people online. They'll get online, they'll spit their stupid opinion, their unfounded <laughs> opinion with no references, no resources, no credibility whatsoever, and they'll either get some fellow fucking stupid brainwashed delusional people to go yeah like yeah yep. like well, it's clicks or they'll get somebody to go i disagree with you ah yep now there, i get to tell your, you how stupid you are there's your stimulus you guys are losers yep that's the drama man <laughs> yeah it's drama it's it, well and that's that's no connection well and it's crazy man because you want to talk conspiracy theories when you start talking about like connection of hollywood and like politicians and stuff like that Look at how much, even since reality TV started, just how much people love drama. I love when people, like you're on Tinder or something or any dating app. Drama free. I don't, yeah, I hate drama. I hate drama. No drama here. No, you don't. Yeah, 100% you love it. it. You have it tattooed on your neck. You love it, you know. Um, (laughs) It seems like we're at a point now where a lot of society, they, they love drama. It's their stimulus. Yeah. It's the, you know, yeah, it's we, a drug. It's a stimulus because we live in a society where it's all stimulus. We got to be stimulated all the time. Fucking notifications. Yeah. Notifications. Holy shit. You know what's crazy too about stuff like that? Serotonin. They've got they've got people that have done studies and they they do that on purpose, the notifications. Yeah. And here's the thing. I'm I feel like I'm very conscious. There's another fly. I know. I'm <laughs> I'm very conscious and I get caught in that too. Of course. It's the, the, actually, it's interesting that you say that. What I'm most concerned with, um, or one of my biggest concerns, is artificial intelligence. Yeah. Uh, the fact that we have artificial intelligence or AI like feeding us uh, marketing information 
that we don't even know about. Uh, the fact that we have artificial intelligence and algorithms and social media that are feeding us data and they don't even understand how they work. Yeah. That's spooky shit. That's really spooky. Especially in a world where <laughs> the majority of jobs are productionless. Mm-hmm. In America, it's not like we have Detroit City making, you know, the auto king where right. you have these assembly lines. Most of the shit's done by machines, right? And there, there's people, of course, that work in the auto industry, but a lot of those things have been swallowed up by machines. Mm-hmm. And you have a lot of people with productionless, uh, unfulfilling positions and jobs that work for eight to 10 hours a day. They're on their phone during that time. They're on that phone almost entirely after that time. They're on their phone sometimes when they're driving their kids home. Sometimes they're on their phone late at night till midnight. And that's reality. Yeah. Reality isn't like, hey, um, let's have a bonfire and just talk about like space and like politics and religion and and the books that we read. And like, let's just slow this down. It gives you uh, what it is. It's a it's a crack bin. And the biggest addiction in the world that nobody's talking about is electronics and then social media, 100%. If you think about how much social media and electronics affect the human race or have changed the human race in the last 15 years, just in social media, people should be taking enormous looks. There should be ethics committees set up to look at social media and go, is this right? Is this going too fast? Are we able to actually judge the behaviors that we're doing on this effectively? Well, what's crazy is... Even me, like, I didn't get on the social media train right away. Mm-hmm. But when I got on it, I got on it. My purpose was, like, even fighting in the UFC, you got to have. That's how you outreach your fans. Right? Yeah, it's marketing. And they would have summit meetings where they fly all the fighters out there and be like, yo, this is what you got to do on your Twitter. You got to do this. Mm-hmm. We got people that will help you set all this up. And yep. I'm like, damn, this is like. This it's is business. Bizarre. It's business, but it's bizarre. Even now with the gym, though. Like, I think it, think of it on, like, my my personal, like, like I said, I'm not perfect, but my, my stimulus, right? Mm-hmm. I was thinking about this because I've, I've been having a lot of people come, um, come to the gym because I've been trying to be more active about posting, tagging our gym. Yeah. Right. So people putting it out there so much, people see it and I'm getting a lot of messages. Hey, I want to come to the gym. Hey, I want to do this. I want to do that. And even before I come here, I was showering. I'm going through like three messages talking to people that want to come sign up. People from way out. Right. And that's that's great. That's that's good. But then I think about how much time I'm sitting on here messaging. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, giving details, this, that, and the other. And then I think about what if we went back in the 90s and the marketing system was completely different. We would put ads out in maybe a newspaper. How I found Taekwondo was an ad in the newspaper, yep. right? I put that ad out and... I'm not keeping track of the ad. It's out there. Mm-hmm. People are going to see it. They're living their lives. They see it. People are going to come to the gym. When people come to the gym, I deal with it there. And I'm not, I'm like, okay, marketing's working. Yeah, I got people coming in. Nowadays, you can market like that, but you're not going to get as many results as you do through, through social media. And this is right. a talk that I had with Duke even, because Duke got on that right away, big on the social media thing. And that's how he signs a lot of people up mm-hmm. through the social media. Because that's the way it is now. Uh, and you have to be on it all the time. Yes. It's not like I can post an ad and like, okay. Right. Th- that's what I'm saying. It's buried under I'm, a thousand uh, highlight reels and, other people are posting. And, and for me, of course, wanting business to thrive and get bigger, I'm going to 
Yeah. I'm going to pay attention to everybody. It's I'm part of your like, life. Yeah, yeah, it's part mm-hmm. of the life, right? But like, it's crazy because I think about how much time that I've been sitting in and I've, I've made great connections with people, but how much time I'm on my phone now. I'm on my phone even more now, like trying to plug business mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I'm thinking about the same thing, like, man, when are you just going to have some time to just like... You won't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You won't. Just like, sit there the and future is The future is your life is no longer going to be interacting physically with everybody. Yeah. The future is your life is going to be put out into the cloud. And if it's put out there enough, it's going to be seen. And it's going to be, it's going to be easier. People can contact you from all over. Yeah. You know, like I was looking at, uh, you put, you have been posting more lately. So that's, that's awesome because I'm not really that great at it. Um, I try to be consistent, Mm -hmm. but I could be way better. And I know that, but I'm like, what would you rather do? Make this marketing piece or like just get on the ground and drill for like 40 minutes. Uh-huh. Get on the ground and drill for 40 minutes. Yeah. But then I look at somebody like, um, you know, the person that, that we're learning from, Lovato, uh, Professor Lovato. He, that dude is so on all the time. Mm-hmm. He's like every day he's got like material. Yep. Boom, 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 boom. And I can tell that he is on his phone. He has to be on his phone yeah. consistently. But you know what? I message him, I get an answer back within the day. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yep. he's just kind of, I think, Plugging. I think part of the thing now is if you want to be successful, you have to put a lot of content out mm-hmm. consistently because you'll get buried under and the people that do it well and are true professionals thrive. Yeah. They, yeah. they have to. And we, we talked, um, I talked with Spud about this and like, you can't really have a business now and not have a social media. Presence. I don't think you can. You know, and I, even if you have one and it's not great, it will get buried by the competition. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Well, if you look at, if you look at any, any major business, it, they all have social media. Yeah. Right. Like the day of the mom and pops just, Oh, the corner store, you just go down. It, it's not a thing anymore. Fucking bring it back. You got, you got even gas stations. They got apps now. Yep. You got Casey's rewards. You got like all this shit. I use them. Yeah, I know, right? Right? <laughs> Take and my like coffee. And like I'm not saying that's that's bad. I'm just saying the stimulus, right? People get their <laughs> kind of reminds me of a uh, the breakup mm-hmm. when Vince Vaughn goes out with his brother and he's like these girls in the new age, they want their information faster. You got to give it to them faster. And he goes up to the ticket. <laughs> First, I want to wrap you in some, some saran wrap. No. But, um, oh, yeah. <laughs> you remember? Yeah. Be arrested for what, Gary? Being awesome? <laughs> um, but it, it, it's it's just kind of the, idea, the stimulus. Everybody's... It's overstimulus. It's overstimulus. Yeah. And it, there's... there's Even with those apps, um, getting that little notification. Notification. Oh, I want to see what it is. So you're constantly on your phone. And even me, man, I'm fuck in between playing video games. Phone. Yep. You're addicted. We are all addicted to unfulfilling behavior. Yeah. You don't, you might get a little burst of uh, some brain chemical that makes you feel great yeah. from seeing notifications. This is why I think like it's truly an addiction that nobody's talking about yeah. right now. Yep. But there's no gratification at the end of the tunnel. Once you log out, you're not taking elation with you. No. And you don't even experience elation when you're there. If you're intelligent, you use your social media for marketing your own product. Mm-hmm. And you can also, and most people don't do this because of their own instincts, but you can also narrow your funnel of information by unfollowing people. Yeah, You don't have to, it's crazy now that you have to be 
friends with people. Yeah. <laughs> I know people that are friends with tons of people that they cannot fucking stand. Yeah. That's weird. That's disingenuous. Uh-huh. To me. And I don't do that. You know, it's like, I don't like you. I'm not your fucking yeah. friend. Yeah. Yeah. But people will do that and they'll spend all of that time looking at that. And I think what happens is like your subconscious self, when you log out of that, you know that you just invested 15 to 20 minutes in something that wasn't fulfilling. Mm-hmm. And you ain't getting that shit back. Yeah. And then when you start adding it up, you go, damn, I'm spending way too much time not in fulfilling behavior, which ultimately means if I spent that time in fulfilling behavior, I'd have a more fulfilled life. Yeah. People aren't doing that. They're addicted to the notification, but they get nothing out of it. Yeah. And of course we have enormous generalized anxiety in our country. Of course I felt that myself. Of course we have a, a huge mental health epidemic. We got a bunch of people with productionless, meaningless, shitty jobs and bosses that they fucking hate. Mm-hmm. And they spend the rest of their time on their social media looking at people portraying themselves in a way that has no degree of accuracy whatsoever. And they look at their what seems like shitty life, which is actually just fine. Yeah. And they go, I don't have it as good as Nancy. Mm-hmm. Change it. Yeah. yeah. Unfollow Seriously. Nancy. Yeah. You yeah. ain't even friends with that bitch. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Quit comparing yourself to her and narrow your field of vision. Imagine the amazement if you just unfollow everybody, but I don't know, your family and friends. Yeah. Not your acquaintances. I got people on my friends list. I don't even know them. I, I'm same. I don't well, know you. Well, and it's, it's, you got <laughs> to you? You think of the, the, the generations ahead, man. Like this goes into like, what if they don't know how to pr- talk? Right. Getting depressed and, and, and stuff like that. Well, not knowing how to talk, not uh, interacting. Not only does that just make people socially weird, which could lead to other yeah problems. The, con- right? the What's the most important thing for human beings? Uh, sanity, connection with connection. other human beings. Yeah, yeah. Acceptance. Yep. We, are for, we have this guise of connectivity. You always hear this word, connectivity, interconnectivity, social media. It's not what it says it is. It's, it's a platform. Mm-hmm. It's an internet platform of communication. But it doesn't have shit to do with connecting with people. No, no. Sharing information with them? Yeah. But true connection, like where we sit and go, oh shit, you agree? Cool. Yeah. That ain't happening online. No. Well, it's it's um, it's the same thing uh, when, when I've, I've dealt with people who, and we've talked about this before, say that I'm yelling at them through a text message. You know, you know what I'm saying? Because you're talking firm. It's mostly females. No, I'm just kidding. Why are you so angry? But, but and I, I had this. I was, I, was, I was talking to a female recently that I matched with. I'm guilty. Hey, try them. Right? Try I, they or I them. matched. I matched. You don't them. need to identify as her female, bro. Right. <laughs> she's a them. She's a, okay. she's a human I'm sure, being. I'm sure, I'm sure it happens, happens on the other side, too. I care so much about people. But, but, but um... <laughs> Oh, match or whatever and this this woman asked me for my social media oh you got social media right mm-hmm. I want to talk on another platform I don't want to talk on this yeah here's my tag oh okay cool well here's mine add me and I go no no I'm all set you uh you <laughs> asked me I don't yeah. know I got no problem talking to you on this app like you asked me she goes well I'm the woman so that would be nice if you followed me and I go, well, if you want to continue to talk to me, it ain't going to happen because I ain't following you. I got the messages and I'll show you after because it's fucking hilarious. Because I like this very attractive female and like some guys you're kind of like, okay, 
She am said, I, I'm a woman. Am I going to, I'm a woman, so I should follow her, right? So I'm like, okay, so now it's, we live, we live in a day and age where everybody's equal, right? Men do everything, or women can do everything men can do, and men can do everything women can do. We're all equal. But now you're trying to go back to like 50s? Yeah. Where like, I got to. I got to court you when right. it's convenient, <laughs> when it's convenient, when right? It's convenient. So chivalry sure, sh- is dead. Sure enough. Sure enough. She responds to that and goes, okay, I'll follow you. You don't have to be so violent. And oh. I go, did you violent, violent, violent. You... Yeah. So then, <laughs> I mean, I know there's differing degrees of violence. I don't. I, don't. I mean, I she don't. was offended and she was hurt. she was offended and hurt. Still followed me anyway, but called say that I was I said I was being violent, and um. So we get in these messages and she just kind of like she kept circling back to this, and I ended up just breaking it down. I'm like, look, like you don't know you don't know me, right? You've never met me, but you're saying I'm being violent through text messages, right? And you're that stimulus, right? Oh, I got to follow. You wanted me to follow you. Now, who knows? You might be doing this this app, and that's the sad thing. Now we got people on dating apps just trying to get followers. Yeah. We, weird. Isn't that crazy? They're, they're on like these apps like Tinder so that they can fill up their Snap and their Instagram. Yes. And shit. Yeah. Of people they don't know or they don't want to talk to. That's crazy. That's mental illness. <laughs> well... Well, I, I think it is. I think I, it is. I'm like, not even joking. You know, there are people out there. Look at this. Shit. I, <laughs> I, I low key had a fly slaughter the whole time. There, there are people out there that um, don't have any real life outside of social media. There are people out there that are recording every single element of their life. And people are going to hate me for saying this, but they don't have any real redeeming quality. There are people out there that go, I have a camera and I'm me. Mm-hmm. So watch me. Yep. Why? Right. Well, what, what value do you add to my life? Why should I just watch your life? Well, and it's crazy because when I was a kid, if you would have like the generation we're in now with TikTok mm-hmm. and YouTube, I never thought it would be like this. People would have a belt strap ass. Marks from getting spanked Bro, from acting the, the fact because the way you say that right people with no don't hate on me redeeming quality right or they're not happy with their life they find happy and if you find happiness watching some big blogger or youtuber like it's at the end of the line did that really make you happy did no. that fulfill you no it didn't so like that to me is mental illness when people like even the jake and the logan pauls i'm like what yeah yeah, and, and you know the thing that's crazy about the Jake and the Logan Pauls, I don't hate on them. I hate on the people that feed I, no, a hundred percent. I don't. Them. I don't hate on them at all. It's a here's, statement of where here's, we're at. Here's the deal: survival of the fittest. You need money to survive. It's a necessity in our society. Hustle. Fuck, man. If yeah, I respect the hustle. If you're gonna make money doing that, that's on the people that followed them. Yeah, and did that shit. The people that are complaining about the Pauls are paying them. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're stupid. Yeah. You're stu- yeah. They're laughing all the way to the bank. They can throw money in the air and fucking wear big stupid sunglasses and have a great time. Right. Because you're dumb. Because you're you're because you're, you're, you're a sucker. You're paying it, right? And so like he doesn't deserve that money. $95 paper. Yeah, man. Oh, fuck yeah, man. And that's why I said like even the trailer that shit show. I'll never I'm glad that the, <sighs> that my buddy Tyrone's fights on Showtime cuz 
I'll watch that. Triller, dude. I'm not kidding you. I've been alive for 41 years. I, uh, dude, I, can't, I don't was, think I've ever seen anything. It was so the most ridiculous thing. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. It was so bad that I couldn't stop watching it because I had to know <laughs> what what where what was I that? was. Well, here's the thing, because we had our our uh, um, our guy that that uh, works this gym with us here, uh, corner Biggie. Cor- Biggie corner Ben Askren. And I was even because I'm watching this. I'm like, how many fucking fights were there? I'm like, they only had like four fights, and Three then they had a fights. concert. He goes, no, dude, they had eight prelims before they even started the show. And I'm like, so you charged them all that money? Let yeah. us watch four fights, and then did a concert that was bullshit. It sucked. I don't want to see little shoddy. I'm you're my best friend. Da, 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 da. I don't want to see that shit. I found out, <laughs> I found out that Doge Cat. Is that her name? I don't know. Doge Cat? I don't don't either. I never heard of her. But apparently she's a thing. Bro, now, and here's the thing. Getting a little off topic, but that's what we do. And it's We're rolling with the punches. We're rolling with the punches. Triller, dude. I'm like, I'm I'm looking at these these artists. Like, I hate to be the guy. I'm not, I don't even feel like I'm old enough to say it. I don't earn the right to say it. But back in my day, like, I'm already there. I'm already like back in my day. Like I, I couldn't sleep the other night, and I saw that Eminem did a did a uh, 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 a spot on one of Nas's songs. Mm-hmm. Two of the goats. Like mm-hmm. both these guys are savages. And I'm listening to this song, and I'm just in three three and a half minutes. I'm just like, I'm fucking mind blown yeah. at the shit, the wordplay, the shit they're doing. And then you got like people like Lil Peep, and you got these yeah. littles. Little babies. Well, and you, you, the the people like uh, M and Nas, they're appealing to people your age yeah. and my age. Yeah. The 30, 40, 50, mm-hmm. right? People, or even older that have grown up and, and listened to hip hop or whatever. But people now, the kids now, the kids, the, the overstimuli generation, they like junk shit. Well, well, and this is, this is kind of it's tricky. trash music. This is, this is what I was, this is what I was thinking about. Um, I smoked a little bit and I was just like, I was like going down the, the formulating. <laughs> I was thinking about when I was a kid and I love power Rangers and you fucking hated power Rangers. Hated them. You fucking hated it. Right. And go, when I was go, a kid, now I when, like, when I was a kid, when I was a kid, I thought that was the best shit. I thought the special effects, everything about it was fucking awesome. And I was raining on your parade. Dude, like 2010. Netflix put like a kids, a, the kids version on Netflix, and they had all the old Power Rangers. Yeah, and I got bombed, and I watched. I'm like, oh, dude, I'm gonna go back and watch this shit. I couldn't make it five minutes through a fucking episode. Yeah, bro. I was like, holy shit. And doesn't it make you sad, kind of? Well, well, yeah, yeah. But like, and I get, I get that. Like the younger generation, like they're not overthinking it like us cynical assholes when we get older, but. I think of stuff like that, and I'm, like even Ronan, when Ronan liked, uh, there was a rapper he liked that drove me nuts. I forget who it was, but I'm like, is he gonna get older and listen to that? And be like, what the fuck yeah. is that? You know yeah. what I'm saying? The, but there are certain things. There are certain things like, and when I like even that, I'm listening to this song and I'm like, this is fucking crazy poetry. Like this mm-hmm. is, it's fucking on another level. And the fact that everything else, like the idiocracy, is so dumbed down. And I think of people like, not not even Ronan's age. Ronan's still younger, but I'm thinking like they're people in their their mid twenties that like this other garbage. Yeah, and they don't they don't know what like lyrical poetry sounds like. They like some synthesized digital. Right, right. Beat. It's become club music. It's just a beat. Yeah. 
And when you talk about things like an idiocracy, the dumbing down of a populace, which has been happening, it has been going on it's, for I a think long it's time. Been, I think it's been progressing. Oh, of course. Faster. It's like a, it's a da- you know, it's like snowball effect. Mm-hmm. It's just getting bigger and bigger. But I feel like we're getting to a point now where art is starting to manifest. Um, when you look at like the 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 medium of let's just say camera, you know, in acting. Yeah. You have reality TV. It's it's trash. Mm-hmm. There there is no redeeming quality in most reality TV. When I watch something like Too Hot to Handle, it's like a guilty pleasure. It's oh, right, instinctive. Right. It's a tribal pleasure. But mm-hmm. as soon as it's over, I, I could I don't I don't remember that shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just something to kind of keep me preoccupied. And again, it has no real redeeming value outside of mild amusement yeah so people spend a huge amount of time online watching reels watching videos watching tiktoks watching tv on netflix and binging the rest of the time they spend working and they they i feel like people start to realize after six to seven years of this repetitive shitty cycle that they're wasting their life away they're wasting their life away on this instinctive pull of the phone and the dopamine that's released in their brain when they get a notification and uh, the 40 to 50 hours of work that they week, mm-hmm. like, or uh, work that they work every week, I can't even imagine that anymore. And I spent 15 years of my life running uh, the gym or training full time and working in an office. Mm-hmm. And now I think of people that like are going to retire at 60, put all that time into a cube. And, and the whole time after, the whole time they're doing these kind of basic things like watching TV every night and how much of your life is chewed up before you retire? And then you have five, 10 years to enjoy a decrepit ass body that, that's, that's the falling thing, right? apart Youth, before you yeah, die. Like, yeah. And I, n- make no mistake. There are people out there that are 65 that aren't decrepit yet. We plan on being them and there are people out there that take care of their bodies. But why would I go 60 years and work that entire time so that I could have 15 to spend some marginal amount of money? But, but that's what people live for. Yeah. And I think... Social media now has made people so self-absorbed and so disillusioned with what is reality. Mental health illness or mental health is a huge epidemic. And it's easy. It's obviously explained. And it kind of reminds me of that kind of like, you remember that Black Mirror episode where they get credits for cycling? Uh, yes, I do. You remember that one? It's got the get out guy. Mm -hmm. That was before he got big after get out. I remember that. Wasting your life away doing the same repetitive thing over Habits. and over and over, over mm-hmm. and over and over. Where does the time go? For you to then get to a point where when your body's already ran out and mm-hmm. your youth's gone, you're... You've wasted the best years of your you life. Wasted, and then do you really have the energy to want to go out and no. travel and do, no. do things? And, Some people. And but, you've and you've worked, a lot of these people work their whole life to not work anymore. Yeah. So what did they do? What is this guy Paul did that I worked with at McLeod? He's an old dude. He invested in MCI early, made a bunch of money, didn't need to work, was bored, came to work. Came to work uh, after having a triple bypass surgery. And he was working at McLeod and he was saying offensive things and having a good old time. And he was like, he was like the old dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was hilarious. The jokester. And Paul grabbed a manager's ass. (laughs) Jesus. And that was the end of Paul. (laughs) Um, Paul, uh, got fired for that and went in, you know, I don't know. I don't know the details, but I know that Paul didn't go back to work after that. He decided to stay home. Like six months later, he died. Yeah. He sat, he, he died on Christmas. Yeah. 
he his brain said, you're not working anymore. You're not moving anymore. You're sitting here in this you're fucking done. chair. You're done. And uh, it, it it's crazy to me and it's sad to me to think about the amount of people and the amount of time people have spent chasing unfulfilling jobs and unfulfilling positions and never just going, you know what? I'm just going to do what the fuck I want to do. Yeah. Um, I feel so privileged that we get to do. Oh, man. The, the longer we do it and the more we get to do it and we make enough money to like get through life. Just fucking survive. I just think about that and I go, we really did that. We yeah. did it basically all by ourselves like we got we had people that helped us out mm -hmm. we've associated but <clears throat> yeah if we if there's any self-made people mm -hmm. it's us yeah and so when i get to this point now where i know that you can take your mind and you can focus in your direction and you can create a, your own reality and then i look around i'm just like it's so sad yeah it's such a sad thing to see people like Going to this nine to five, never going to a jujitsu gym, never having a hobby, never having a well, tight circle and just like existing. Well, what's real dark about it is I'll be honest. Like if I, if I got to a point living the life that I have now and then that was taken away from me and you try to put me in a cubicle, I'd rather blow my brains. I know, dude. I would rather be I've to a point where I'm like, I'd rather see just what's on the other side now. <laughs> I, well, <laughs> you know? like, like I, I've thought about that and the, the thinking about that that lets you know how good you have it. Oh, uh, you know? yeah. But, 100%. But, but how good we have it, damn it. We worked pretty fucking hard, hard to get hard. that too. Yeah. And we're going to continue to working, but, or work harder and grow more. But when I look around and I see people making excuses, I just basically turn them off. Yeah. If I, if I see somebody that's like, I can't do this because of this, I'm just like, I, I can't identify with that. Like yeah. you're, you're saying can't, like I'm going to have to listen to you say that more. Mm -hmm. I don't really talk like that. I either talk about the things I can do or I just don't talk. And I don't want to really fuck with people that, you know, and I know there's people out there that have to be brought up yeah. and that's what I use the gym for. If you come into the gym and you make that decision, the hardest one to get in here, then I'm going to try to influence you. I'm going to try to build you. I'm going to mm -hmm. try to grow you. But I'm not going to chase everybody around on social media and go, oh, are you okay, hon? Yeah. yeah. Oh, blah, blah, blah. I'm unfollowing people. Yeah. And most of the people that are, a lot of the people that are liking my stuff and I appreciate all this, I don't follow them. Yeah. And it's not a personal thing. They would say it is. Yeah. But the truth is I want to spend my time very specifically. I'm very intent and in touch with how important time is. Mm -hmm. I don't, sorry. I don't care that your kid went to kindergarten. Yeah. You know, yeah, if you're yeah. one of my really close friends, maybe I'll care just yeah. because I want to show you that I love you and I yeah, support yeah. you, but I, I can't support and love fucking five or 6,000 people. <laughs> you know what I mean? And some people try. Yeah. I see some people going, Oh, you're so inspiring to me to one of my things. And then somebody tells me, Oh yeah, they were, they were telling your, one of your biggest haters, how great they were. And I'm just like, you're not my, you're not my friends. Yeah. Like, you're just grabbing straws. You're just, yeah. you're looking for some. Yeah. Hey, yep. look at me. And yep. that is sad too. Yeah. That you shouldn't be in a place in life where you're like just randomly going out and seeking attention from complete strangers. Yeah. That's miserable. Yeah. Change something. The, yeah. the beauty of this country until we're all forced to get poked with needles and, and wear helmets is that we can make opportunities essentially out of thin air. But what yeah. people don't know is the work. Yeah. They, we love training. So lucky for us, the work yeah. is just part of what we do. Yeah. But people don't want to go. So if I have this hobby, 
well, I don't care if it takes 15 years. Yeah. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. You're going to be successful. Yep. Um, if you get to 15 years and you haven't done it and you go, don't give a shit. Got to go to 20 and you get to 20 and then you go, you know what? I don't care if I die. I still love doing this. Yeah. Shit. Yep. You will do that shit so good that you'll get paid for it. Yeah. That yep. it's as simple as that. So when people come to me and go, I could never do anything like that. No, you choose not to. Well, and it's, it's, it's the same thing. Uh, even when I dropped out of high school, you know, lots happened since then, but I painted myself in a corner. So I had to get good. Mm-hmm. I had to get good at something. <laughs> Back up against the wall, do, right? Back up against the wall. But now that I did, I can still make money. Mm-hmm. I can still make money because I've got a craft that a lot of people don't know. Yeah. You know, so and they'll like, pay to learn. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, um, that's, and that's the thing. That's not, I'm not saying don't go to school, but it's like, love what you do. Well, you're, you're a quintessential example. You dropped out of school, said, nope, going all in. Now you're in a place in your life where you're, um, still youthful. Mm-hmm. You're arguably the best shape you've ever been in. Yeah. Te- uh, peak physical, peak technical form. And because of what you love to do in the work that you've done, you can do this. Hey, my name's Eric Koch. I'm your best option. Yep. So here's how much you have to give me for me to spend time with you. Can you fucking imagine that? Yeah. Like if you really think about it, you went from a, a high school dropout who probably everybody in your class wanted to talk shit about yeah, you and tell yeah. you what a loser oh, you yeah. are. Yeah. And now you're living your best life. Like arguably, and people say that's like a trendy term. Mm-hmm. I'm living my best life. Yeah. One of the best lives. Yeah. The, one of the truest and freest lives where you can go, what I love makes me money. Well, it's crazy. And it, like it, this, this put in perspective, I even had to call mom, talk about it because it fucked with me a little bit, but I lost a friend, uh, Alex Graft. Yeah. Um, a couple days ago and he had surgery. There were complications, blood clot, and he ended up seizing up, went in a coma and passed. Um, how old was he? How old was Alex? My age, 32. It's crazy. 32. And healthy, strong, healthy, strong, wrestled, you know, um, going through all that, using your youth and working a job you don't like for you to spend your last 20 years not doing anything. It's risky. It's, it's a risk in itself. Just living that long. We never know how long we're going to last. One of the happiest things that like I can take and and this even you know everybody deals with anxiety but when i deal with anxiety i'm like man if i died tomorrow like yeah i don't want to die but if i die tomorrow man my life even in 32 years yeah money like fuck man yep like and then on the bigger scale when we think of like this is where we say blessed when we going back to what we talked about you know kids in afghanistan or young kids in afghanistan People in their thirties in Afghanistan getting blown, never having an opportunity, and yep. getting blown to smithereens. Victims you know? of the Holocaust. Right, right. Just like, not that I was given everything. I was given, I was given a lot. But with hard work and doing that stuff, I'm very happy with what I've done. And if I've died, yeah, I I made a mark. I think know? about, um, I think about death every single day, and I used to get a lot of anxiety about that, and I used to go, fuck. This is such a burden. It's going to happen sometime. Right. And I also got anxiety about thinking about it too much and then it, thinking that the anxiety was going to cause me sickness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
damn it, it's I'm a hole. Lose. It's, it, a it, hole. it's the negativity bias. Yeah. I know what it is. But now I'm like, no, you think about death every day because you know you're going to die. Yeah. And if you can remind yourself of that, every day I live, bro, is the fucking business. Yeah. As long as yeah. I'm in here yeah. and I'm hanging around with people that I love and respect, it's just awesome. Yeah. I could have uh, 10 cents. Yeah. If I had a bag of rice and some beans, I'd be happier than the pig and shit. Yep. As long as I got to do what I want. And I know that because I've worked for people. And I know that because I've worked for people I really like and respect. And I work for people actually that I really like and respect and I like the work. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't this. Yeah. And yep. when I was there, I was just like, I love this. Just not enough. Mm-hmm. I know what I need to do. There's got to be something more. And now I'm in a place where um, personally it, there is more. Yeah. Now there's now there's more growth. Now I'm in a place where I never thought I was going to be and looking towards places I never expected I could back then. Yeah. But to your point, it's really sad when you think about somebody um, like uh, Mr. Graft, Alex, who mm-hmm. passed way too early. Mm-hmm. And he spent a disproportionate amount of his life in school, in work or the military, and never really got to go I'm 18 or 19. What do I love? And what am I going to do with my life? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, not very many people get the freedom to do that or make the choice to do that. And it's even sadder when a life is cut short because maybe in our thirties we do figure our shit Yeah. and we go, you know what, this is what I want to do and I'm going to commit my life to it. I have still plenty of time to become very, very successful, mm-hmm. but it's like the education in the work machine chews up so much of your fucking life yep. for what? If you take, this is something that I, I stand by firm. Um, you eradicate war for the last 20 years. You have a trillion, you have trillions upon trillions upon trillions of dollars available, or you just don't have any debt and you have a huge amount of financial prosperity. Mm-hmm. You, you kill the Department of Education because they fucking suck. Yeah. Because they haven't done shit. Because yeah. they haven't made test scores do better or make American children compete on an international level. So close the fucking thing down. Yeah. Save all that money. Take these kids and let them travel around the world. Yeah. Take these kids on chaperoned visits to friendly countries where they can see that there are people indeed living in fucking shacks. Life life is the best lesson. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> Just living. And you stimulate a travel economy and you stimulate an international global consciousness and you do it efficiently by showing kids what perspective is. Yeah. What do they do? They stick them in little rooms full of other kids that they don't even know with teachers that may or may not give a fuck le- uh, learning the state-sponsored education of what the history of the United States was. It's bullshit. Yeah. Like so many other things, it's bullshit. If you take all of that money, you could feed the poor. You could help Elon Musk fly a fucking rocket into space. You could take care of world hunger. You could teach children. You could literally unite the world with trillions of dollars. Or you could blow up a couple countries, fuck shit up, and wait for the recycle. Yeah. And... Um, going back to our original topic, Afghanistan. The only thing sadder than uh, an individual who gets to live a fairly peaceful life and passes away early or late is a person who commits their life to a cause that's greater than themselves and then they get dishonored by their own country and they get dishonored by their own politicians. And that's what's happening right now. That's what has been happening since World War II with, with all of these foreign aggressions that ended bad, they ended in blood, and they ended in no positive recourse here we are again so what is the american people going to do 
there's either going to be a great American spring, a great American uprising where people go, fuck this, this ain't happening anymore. We're changing the system or the entire empire is going to completely fall apart. Mm-hmm. We, we can't sustain this type of thing and we can't dishonor the lives of people who went there Mm-hmm. And when I went here for a just cause, I went here to defend liberty. I died, but it's okay because I helped these Afghani people and I helped defend the cause of liberty. And now it's for nothing. Yeah. Somebody needs to be held accountable for that. And the politicians, they won't. Yeah. The politicians that were alive 20 years ago that are retired, they're untouchable. Yeah. They're an elite ruling class. When are we going to get to a point when we go, we connect the dots and we go, you're war criminals. Yeah. We're going to put you on trial. We're yeah. not, th- nobody is safe. The American empire is at the very top and they're untouchable. And the American empire rulers that are dropping bombs in Iraq based on bad intelligence for, for foreign oil, they're not going to be brought to justice. Yeah. But if we ever get to a point where they are, then you'll see real change. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the, and that's the, uh, really, in my opinion, that's the only way. Um, the politicians don't fear us. No. We fear the politicians. And when we storm the Capitol building, look at them cower. Yeah. Look at them cower and then look at the same people, the same populace they victimized defending them. Yeah. This is barbarism. They're barbarians. Yeah. Yep. They've been killing people for tens of years and you're looking the other way, which makes you a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Straight up. Yeah. Well, um, good talking to you, brother. Uh, we'll catch up again. Uh, this is a good podcast. I think it's a good place to stop it. Um, uh, rest in peace to Alex. The dude was really legit. Yeah, he was really good. He good was too dude. young. Um, we're hearing more and more like as we age about people that are gone too soon. And uh, this be a reminder for our viewing audience to turn this shit off, turn their phone off, and just dude, maybe hang out with their family for do a day. Something. Yeah. You know, just put it down. Yeah. Just put that shit down and like go to the park with your kid. And it, when you come back, the sky will not fall. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you'll yeah. have more notifications. Turn that shit off. Yeah. Turn your notifications off. They will never be a fulfilling part of your life. Yeah. You know, in your kids, they leave pretty quick. Yeah. You know, I just yeah. lost one. Yeah. Not dead. Yeah. She's, yeah. she's doing fine. She's in college. <laughs> but uh, shout out to Peyton. I'm going to be releasing her podcast pretty soon, too. And we had a really good talk and a frank talk. Is it like four hours? It was four hours. I cut 30 minutes out of it um, uh, just because I think there's some stuff that I don't know if mom wants out or it would be good information to get out. But we had a really good frank conversation. Well, mom, speaking of no notifications, mom don't have any notifications. Yeah. She lives old school, man. She does. She don't and, know she, and it's, you know, how can you not be more living in the moment? Yeah. When you just experience things as they're supposed to be experiencing. I think that's like, that's part of the problem. You know, I don't want to go off on a tangent, but like, you used to have to interact. Yeah. You know, if you wanted to play a game, I couldn't just go on my phone and play Dead Trigger for 15 minutes for t- while I'm taking a shit. Yeah. I have to go, do you guys want to play Risk for six <laughs> hours? And, and, and you were like, oh, shit, dude, I don't That's know about an Risk. That's man. And then you, like, start thinking about it. And you're like, last time I fucking robbed mom. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then you do it, and it's awesome. Yeah, it's fun. People are doing those types of things less. And um, part of the beauty of those types of things, part of the beauty of these types of things, which is why I like doing podcasts, is it's the way it's supposed to happen. Yeah. People need to communicate and 
text messages or emails with a complete lack of inflection is not communication. No. It's text. Yeah. It's data that can be interpreted correctly or it can be It can be interpreted so many ways. The misinterpretation of voice inflection in text on social media has probably ruined millions of lives. Well, <laughs> millions. It's funny because I'm not even that old, but uh, Johnny Lawrence from Cobra Kai. Comes yeah. In, right? Like me. We need to get uh, not to. We need to get him on. God, here. that would be That'd so be fucking, fucking cool. Epic, I'm getting him dude. tattooed on my leg. My if portrait. he if he came in, oh. if we could get him in here on Mind Raid, I'd fucking tattoo. Him I'd tattoo leg. it. I'd yeah. ta- I'd take it right um, to Matt or Josh. <laughs> but I think I think of it. Well, it's kind of like the older days. But like even me, when I think about it, like being being like a single dude, I have no problem. Like I I, I talk very well in person. Like. If I can go out and just like, you know, approach a female and talk to her, my likelihood of like actually going somewhere with that is way higher. When I deal with people on on phone, I don't know if it's just something I'm doing. I don't know. But like shit like that, you're violent or you're yelling at me. And I'm like, so you're perceiving this. Yeah. In a way that you, you you're you're triggering yourself. Yep. Like I'm not doing that. You know, she's what I'm saying? creating in her own mind this vision of and your it's, it's, animal nature. And it doesn't only go there. That goes with Facebook arguments, stuff like that. You might say some shit, and then they might take that as, "Oh, you're being sarcastic." Well, is he being sarcastic? I think he's being sarcastic. Think about how think about <laughs> yeah. how demasculated men have become. So so you the the medium that we exist in is pretty alpha. Yeah. There's there's high level combatants. There's former military all over. There's cops all over the place. Like it's it's kind of an alpha culture in here. Yeah. So when you just talk normally, like a confident person, people are threatened <laughs> by it. They're scared. That's, that's so They're scared. Bizarre. The the people who would lead and potentially get up to the front in the front lines of combat, regular citizens are terrified to death. Because they're used to meek, they're used to weak little little boys, little men. They are. They're 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 used to this culture that tiptoes around PC bullshit. And if you come with an, any kind of strong ideology or position, and you go, no, this is the way it is. People, violent. Yeah, he's violent. Am I? Is it, yeah. Well, can we put all the violent people on one island and get the fuck away from you, pansies? Let us let us prosper. I've else. never. I never yeah. thought. I thought I was gonna like grow up and mature, and and for the most part I have. But I really truly thought that I was gonna use the word pussy less. Yeah. When I got older, there's pussies all over the place. Everybody's a pussy. Women are pussies. Men are pussies. Yeah. The the people that would go. How dare you def- defame women by using the word pussy? You're a pussy. <laughs> I'll go further. Yeah. You're the biggest pussy. You fuck life I'll up for everybody else. Let yeah. me say what I want. It's America. If you don't like it, there's a problem with you. Don't yeah. listen. Fuck off. Hey, you can call me a dick. I won't be mad. Yeah. There's nothing more <laughs> yeah, there's you know, nothing like... more American than go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like yep. if you treat me nice, I'll treat you nice. Yeah, yeah. If you come in and you're like, hey, I'm concerned about um, COVID and I'd prefer to wear a mask in your class. Is that okay? I'll go, yep. Go ahead. Yeah, it's fine. Right, is that what's, if that's going to make you more comfortable? No, with no judgment. Yeah. That's what I want for yeah. you. I, you're paying. You deserve that right. Yeah. Right? 
that ain't the way it goes the other way. The other way is, sir, could you please put a mask on? You're murdering elderly people. <laughs> it's so true. You're a pussy. Oh, you, th- you think you're so virtuous with your bleeding heart, you fucking pussy yeah once again man bigger picture if you're if you're gonna go that route you better you better fucking on all ends right if you're gonna talk about me wearing a mask and i'm killing other people then if i start bringing up shit like in afghanistan 20 years you better know what the fuck you're talking about yeah because you are speaking to me like a humanitarian think about (laughs) think about going to afghanistan iraq and being told that you're fighting for freedom or believing that you're fighting for freedom and then come back to this shit. You come back, first Dude. of all, you come back jaded because you're in a war zone. And then you come back to Karen's walking around a supermarket, buying whatever it takes to make their entire family morbidly obese. Yeah. You see excess everywhere where you saw starvation back there. Yeah. And you start going, something's a little off here. Yeah. This is the land of the free, but these people are like entitled gluttonous pieces of shit. And those people over there are suffering and they're suffering kind of because of our policy. Of course, people are going to be fucked up. Yeah. They got this great perspective, but what do we have over here? Yeah. You know, we, we are such an entitled culture now. That's what people don't talk about. When you talk about like gun violence or how shitty things are, it's not shitty. It's better now for America and for human history than it's ever been. Nobody talks about that. Mm-hmm. Nobody talks about that because of actual vaccines that have cured things like polio. Yep. Life has gotten way better. Yeah. There's not as much violence as there was just 50 to 100 years ago. Mm-hmm. Not by a fucking measure. Yeah. Nobody talks about it. Mm-hmm. F- it's negative. Because we have a window, we see it all. What we see is the worst shit. If it bleeds, it leads, they say in yeah. the media. So all we see is the worst shit unless we shut off our instincts, take control of it, unfollow everything and only get the positive shit. I did that. Took me years. Yeah. And and when I actually audited it, it didn't take me that long to unfollow people, Mm -hmm. but it took me that long to realize that I shouldn't be watching these people. Yeah. I don't there. They would not be close enough for me to get this level of my time involvement ever. Yeah. You know, and I think that's why you almost have to tear your relationships. Mm -hmm. You have to, Look at your relationships in your life and go and break them into three or four tiers based on who these people actually are. And the tier one people are really the only people you should probably worry about or think about. They're the ones that are going to fucking have your back. They're the ones that are going to go, I'm going to say some shit to you that you're not going to like to hear, but it's better for you. It's better for us. Well, and even using martial arts as an example, why, why are people you train with closer than anybody else because you sweat connection bleed, yeah connection, connection right literal like, connection and that sounds cheesy i blood sweat and right it's connection why are military members so close to each other sacrifice suffer they 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 suffer together yep. they're a unit they see shit they go through shit together they survive so, yeah they survive so at the at the at the in the in the craziest of scenarios of conditions they're depending on somebody else and they know that person has their back Nowadays, friends, they're not friends. They aren't. They're they're acquaintances. Yeah. And you're exactly right. They've never gone through shit with these people, and then these people get surprised when they stab them in the back. Yeah. I'm so shocked. Did you not do a character analysis? <laughs> yeah. This person's yeah. a piece of shit. They have a whole history of stabbing other people in the back. Yeah. Yep. But they do, and it and that's that's part of the big sad. That's part of the big mental illnesses. 
People can't even identify people who are real friends. People thriving on that drama will think this person's. I've done it. Yeah. I've, I've surrounded myself with yes men and allowed people to, to make me believe that they were my friend and they weren't. But this is happening on a mass scale. And the sad thing is now, now it's not even like uh, we have a dysfunctional relationship and we're talking shit, but like we get along half the time. So it works and we find some meaning. Now it's just a bunch of online relationships that have no meaning whatsoever. Yeah. It's just like, I like your shit. Why do I like your shit? Yeah. Do I like your shit because I like your shit and I want to support it? Or why do I like your shit just so you like my shit back? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a tag game. Yeah. And I think that subconsciously you know it and then you play it. And then when you realize it subconsciously, it makes you sad because it is sad. Yeah. It's a waste of time. It's yeah. an addiction that doesn't even get you high. Yeah. Yeah. All right, brother. All we'll right. wrap it up. Um, hopefully, everybody knows that we think uh, Afghanistan's a mess. Uh, uh, I personally believe that uh, we should have stayed there. We shouldn't have pulled out. And if we did pull out, we should have known that pe- that forces, known for a fact that forces were in place, and we should have yeah. got every American out of there in a reasonable amount of well, time it's, before. It's a thing. I like. I I didn't agree with it when it happened, but we did it. So I'm I'm the same way. Like we and I've been. We've been saying that for years. We've even talked about it like fucking years ago. You can't just leave. No. You just can't leave. And shouldn't have stayed. But if we're going to. If you're going to do it, man, you got to commit to it. We, we only shouldn't have stayed now. Yeah. that's It's it's not a let's see what happens type of deal. This isn't a MacGruber. We're about to walk into a gunfight with people. And, eh, we'll, we'll see what happens. We're going to see what happens. <laughs> you, don't, you don't go into something with that so much So I don't have risk. a plan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't go into something like that where lives are on the line and just yeah. roll the dice. A whole region. Yeah. A whole way of life. Um, no, you don't. If you're going to stay in there after it, you're going to stay in there long enough, you're going to make absolutely sure. And at minimum, if you are going to cut your losses, you're going to get everybody out of there that's supposed to be out of there. And you're going to admit that you were wrong and people died because you're wrong. But they ain't going to do that. Nope. They're not going to, nobody's going to take accountability. They're going to go, it's a really sad situation. No trial. Yep. No and investigation. And the people that were gung-ho for this war will say that. Yep. Now they're not so, we need to get rid of them. Now they're yeah. like, well. Yeah. The most, oh, now you're bringing that energy. It, it's, it's, it's like the same, <laughs> the same type of thing we were talking about with Obama. Like when I was talking about, hey, I voted for this guy and he lied to me and he's, he, he furthered the drone program. I didn't want him to do that. He said he wasn't going to do that. Yeah. People were like yep. crickets. Yep. They, they'll defend him to the teeth, but when there's actual facts or, or evidence, and this goes either way, this goes right or left. Mm-hmm. They're quiet. Yep. The people that we were bitching about to 10, 15 years ago about all these conspiracy theories, which are now just actual historical facts, they're quiet. Yep. They're not, I don't have any of our haters from 10 years ago that were calling us quacks going, Hey, <laughs> yeah, you, you guys were right about basically most of all of this shit. Yep. But you know, um, Hey, wh- didn't we say, didn't we say last year in March COVID was going to change the way of life? <laughs> yeah. Well, it didn't. I mean, you well, keep, well, what's, what's happening now? Cause we, uh, but we won't talk about it too long, but Canada, I got a Canadian friend who she won't get vaccinated. But they're trying to put your vaccination on your ID cards. So you can't get into places. So you can't get into places and do things. Yeah. Right? That ain't, that ain't, hey, this is done in two months. They're changing yeah. the way of life. What, what that infringing. is, just so that people know, that's not a vaccination passport. That's a license to move around. Yeah. 
what what that says if you if you change the verbiage is you're not free you're not a liberated person you go where they tell you if you do what they say yes you can't go where you want you're a slave <laughs> yep period yep and uh you know Hopefully people see that, but people are so dumbed down and disconnected from uh, well, actual human civil liberties. Well, they, and it's like, it's the fear thing. People don't want to look into the actual data. As long as it's pumped and they pump through and they think the, govern, the governing body has their best interests, then they're like, well, they're do, it's necessary because we need to save lives. Because you, all, cause you that, can always trust the government. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. That's what we've been taught. The, the same people crying about how corrupt the government are are relying on them to fix all the problems. Yep. Hey, uh, don't trust the government because they're not out for our best interest. Just take the drugs. Just take the vaccine. Get the vaccine. Yeah. Has it been tested? No. Is it stopping this? Not really. But just put it in so that when the Delta and the Beta and the Alpha and the Omega variant come, you can stick this other treatment. Booster shot. Booster shot. Not, not vaccination. Yeah. Treatment, yeah, for this one flu shot. Let's call it what it is. Yeah, yeah. It's a flu shot. It's a rebranded flu shot. <laughs> this is not going to stop you from getting coronavirus. No. In fact, it might be helping people get coronavirus. Um, and we'll talk about this in the next time. Maybe yeah, the, we can the Delta episode. Well, there's going to be some shit because it's it's already the the ain't, third wave now. Ain't going anywhere. Third wave's coming. Yeah. Like I'm noticing it now. It's, it's, it's fucking inflating again. With all of these reports coming out from people like the CDC saying that these vaccines don't actually work <laughs> and that people that get them still get sick and still spread it. Even if they don't get sick, they spread it. All of a sudden now we need cards. What, you know why we need cards? Because you guys invested billions of dollars in shit that doesn't work. And now you're trying to impose that we give you your money back and make sure that you profit from this. Your shit's jank. None of it's tested. It doesn't have any five years. This is being forced on the people. And if the people allow a little push now, they'll get a little more push later. Yep. And eventually we'll be further down the slippery slope where the government is making individual health decisions for people that are supposedly free. Again, discrediting every person that's ever died for the cause of liberty ever, which should piss off veterans and it should piss off Families of veterans who gave their life to protect said rights. Yep. Boom. <laughs> All right, brother. All right, cool. brother. Thanks, man. How are you? This podcast was made possible by Gail and Douglas Coke and the family hard drive. Music courtesy of Mike Chino.